Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how we doing, brother? I'm a wee bit tired, but I'm ready to do this, brother. You ready? Yes, sir. We had a bit of an exhausting weekend, but it's time to get some sports talk on, baby. Some basketball talk. Let's do it, brother. Loving some NBA talk. Uh, All right, here we go. NBA records. The past week in the Eastern Conference, the Nets and Bucks both went three and one. The Bulls went one and two. Heat two and one. Cavs three and two. Seventy Sixers three and one. Uh, Wizards one and three. Hornets two and two. Hawks one and two. Celtics zero oh and three. Raptors two and one. Knicks one and three. Pacers three and zero. Oh, and the Magic and Pistons both went zero oh and four. In the Western Conference, the Suns went two and zero. Oh, Warriors two and one. Jazz four and zero. Oh, Grizzlies three and one. Clippers three and zero. Oh, Lakers three and one. Maz and Nuggets two and two, Wolves one and three, Kings one and two, Blazers zero and three, Spurs two and three, Rockets and Thunder both went two and two, and the Pelicans, excuse me, went one and three. So the standings as of now, at the time of we doing this podcast, are as follows in the uh, Atlantic Division. The Nets are on top of the division at nineteen and eight. The Seventy Sixers are in second place at fifteen and twelve, four games back. The Celtics are 13 and 14, six games back. The Raptors are 12 and 14, six and a half back. And the Knicks are 12 and 15, seven back. In the Eastern Conference, the Bucks are 18 and 10, leading the division. The Bulls are 17 and 10, a half game back. 
Cavs are 16 and 12 with two games back. Pacers are 12 and 16, six games back, and the Pistons are 4 and 22, 13 games back. In the Southeast Division, the Heat lead the division at 16 and 11. The Wizards are a game behind them at 15 and 12. The Hornets are right behind them at one and a half games back at 15 and 13. Uh, the Hawks are 13 and 13, two and a half back, and the Magic are 5 and 19, 11 and a half back. In the Western Conference Northwest Division, the Utah Jazz are 19 and 7, leading the division. The Nuggets are 500 at 13 and 13, six games back. The Wolves, three games under 500 at 12 and 15, or seven and a half back. The Blazers, five games under 500, are 11 and 16, and eight and a half back. The Thunder, 10 games under 500, eight and 18, and 11 back. In the Pacific Division, the Suns barely hold on to a half game lead with a 21 and 4 record over the Warriors, who are 21 and 5. The Clippers are 15 and 12, and seven back. The Lakers are 15 and 13, seven and a half back. The Kings are 11 and 16, 11 games back. In the Southwest Division, the Grizzlies lead that division at 16 and 11. The Mavs are 500 at 13 and 13, and two and a half back. The Spurs are 10 and 16, five and a half back. The Rockets are 8 and 18, seven and a half back. And the Pelicans are 8 and 21, nine games back. So that's your standings for the NBA. Let's get on to some news from around the league. Well, at this time, Curry is still behind Ray Allen for the all-time three-point record, as his last two games have been substandard for him. He has a chance to break the record tonight against the Pacers in Indiana. However, if he were not to break the record tonight, he could do it at the Garden tomorrow in New York City against the Knicks on TNT. It would be a little surprising if he's not able to... It's been a little surprising that he hasn't been able to do it in his last two games. He may be feeling the pressure of getting it done. But, Cooper, your thoughts on Curry in the record? I think you're more worried about it than I am, dude. You're tripping, brother. He'll get it. He'll get there. I know, just, it's weird, though, to see him have such subpar games, though. And it's just wondering if it's the record's gotten into his head a little bit. Maybe, maybe. It's just kind of odd for him because he's such an amazing three-point shooter, and it's just kind of weird to see him kind of struggling of late. And odd. Of course, then again, everybody's probably just gunning for him, too, because they don't want to be the team that gives up the record. That's true. So they're going to probably play defense, uh, spend more time on him. Defensively, sent multiple looks at him and multiple players and all that to try to throw him off his game, which so far is either working that way or, like we said, it might be just a little bit of a mental thing kind of got in his head. So we'll see what happens, though. But I kind of want to see it happen tomorrow night. I know I, I wouldn't mind getting it done in Indiana, Indiana, but to do it in the Garden in New York City against the Knicks. On TNT. On TNT. Yeah. National television, man. To me, that that's just as good, yeah. if not better, being at home, because you're doing it where they consider the mecca of the basketball world is at the Garden in New York City. So, plus the Knicks suck right now, so they should win that game. <laughs> Easily, yeah, yeah. So bad news out of New Orleans, as it has been reported that Zion Williamson has suffered a setback in his recovery from surgery he had in the offseason. X-rays revealed that the wound is not healing properly and is actually worse than it was the last time it was checked. A bit odd as he cleared for he was cleared for five on five practice late last month. It was recently reported though he has hired a personal chef to help him with his dietary needs. That was met with some criticism as experts wondered why he had not already done that to, to get himself back into shape. So, yeah, I don't get it, man. You're you're 
taking your livelihood and you're you're not taking it serious man you need to shape up and pull it together because uh you know i mean you could have a really good career but uh you know you're gonna be a flop if you keep keep being lazy about doing what you're doing so right and if you're the pelicans as an organization it's just becoming another headache that you're just already dealing with with anthony davis wanting out of town and now you got a guy who doesn't seem to be taking his health seriously enough um and now it almost seems like almost like a wasted first pick and i hate to say that because the kid's talented we all know he's talented but he's just got to take better care of himself and it's kind of unbelievable that he hasn't pretty sad to watch and then like what what is going on here yeah, so I don't know if it's maybe, again, could this be something that's mentally bothering him? Maybe he's just not mentally right, that he's not realizing the importance of being healthy? Because, unfortunately, he was a 19-year-old that was given tons of money right off the bat, guaranteed. So he's, maybe he feels a little entitled? Maybe. I don't know, it's just kind of weird because it's like you're a professional now. This is your livelihood. You don't realize, too. I mean, it could be just as easily taken away from you. So. Mm-hmm. Especially since, you know, he has to use a lot of power to dominate the game and his body's not going to be able to handle it because uh, some people have said he's ballooned up to 330. So, reports, you know, but the team, the team hasn't officially said anything about his weight because they're trying to keep him um, safeguarded as best they can but it's going to be hard when you know things things are going to leak out in the type of technology day we live now with everybody with phones and all that you can't hide from nothing anymore absolutely not it's ridiculous nowadays all right so the nba's had to postpone the next two games for the chicago bulls as they have been dealing with covid issues over the past week and a half is affected 10 players in league protocol state that a team has to have at least eight players available to play games. And with the 10 out, it is, that is literally two-thirds of the entire roster for the Bulls and only have five players available. That has to be concerning not only for an organization, but other teams who have played the Bulls recently, as even if a player is, it, uh, was vaccinated, they can still be carriers of the virus. So, Cooper, this is kind of going to be a league issue here soon if they don't get something taken care of in Chicago. They're going to have to figure it out, man. This... This COVID thing ain't nothing to play with, and uh, you know I know, I know we've made our jokes about it, but at the same time, when you're at a level where you're a professional athlete, you know it's um, it's hard, man, because you're in close contact with a lot of people, and uh, you know it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, they're gonna have to figure something out with this, cause. If not, we're gonna we're gonna end up seeing something happen we don't want to see. Maybe the NBA season get shut down. Right. Boy, yeah, because it's not looking good. Uh, you know, you got to have those teams now that played them in the last week and a half. They're gonna have to have extra testing to make sure no, it's not gonna become a, a possible spread in their organizations. And it's just getting kind of ridiculous. And I mean, I'm I'm sure most of them, if not all of them, on the Chicago Bulls are vaccinated. But the problem is, like we said. Even if you're vaccinated, you can still be a carrier of the virus, which is going to be the problem. And so you now can you can still get sick. So. Yeah, absolutely. You can still get sick. So that means now then, what have you been doing off the court where you might be violating any possible protocol now that the league has set up? It's now, going to be interesting. I understand people are going to live their lives, but at the same <laughs> time, when you're a professional, there's got to be some guidelines on what you're allowed to do or not allowed to do. 
Especially during the season. Yeah. You know, off season's a little different because that's your time, but when it's re- when it's go time to be to be there for your team and stuff, you kind of got to you know, get yourself together. It, it's kind of like, you know, kind of like I remember what Big Ben remember when he when he wrecked that Harley. Yeah. Yeah, uh there's just certain things that you got to be careful with now in that aspect, but as far as socialization goes and things like that, the team needs to be careful cuz I get it. You win a game, you're going to be out there, you're going to be partying it up, having a good time. You guys are all... But you know what? That's a good way to get sick. Because even before COVID, mm-hmm. we had this thing called the flu. Right. And uh, people got really sick right around this time of year with it, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's just, you know, use common sense, people. Absolutely. All right, so the Detroit Pistons may be this year's Houston Rockets in the NBA. This uh, the team has lost 12 straight games and has yet to reach its fifth win of the season. It will be uncomfortably interesting to see yet another former organization that had some great teams and even competitive teams be lurking at the bottom of the barrel of the league. The Pistons have moved away so far away from their bad boy days and even their defensive mindset that helped them with an upset of the Lakers back in 2004 uh, NBA Finals. When this team has been competitive, has been due to their abilities on the defensive end of the court. This team needs to find an, that identity once more, which suits them better than trying to be an offensive power. Cooper, how about this? Another iconic organization kind of struggling. Yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. Um, sometimes that's how it goes. I, though, you know, you're up, you're up. When you're down, you're down. So, And right now, they're... they're Pretty pretty far down. So. Yeah, but it seems it's just hard to watch a team that goes from being up and then sliding down and sliding down and then finally seems like it barrels out. But it's, but not, it's been it, bottoming up for a while. You can say the, a team, but they're different people. Yeah. You know, it's not like it's the same guys that they were playing 10, 20 years ago. I mean, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, though, but you're still going to have a Unless yeah. you made changes in the front office, usually your front office is there in that time period. Well, yeah, I mean, so. they, they do need to find some type of cohesion and and get their get their winning ways back back about them. But you know, Absolutely. it's just it it really does suck for a fan base and an organization to to see a team doing as bad as they are, especially in the Motor City, dude. Yeah. They got a bad. They got a bad enough. They got the Lions, who's only won one game right. this year. The Tigers are middling at best right now in baseball. Yeah, and the Red Wings haven't even been the dominant hockey team that they've been. You know, and I know Detroit loves their hockey. There's no denying how much they love their Red Wings, and it's just kind of shocking to see that the that hockey team has been kind of middling at best um, in recent years. So. It's, it's a tough time in Detroit, man. It's got to get kind of frustrating, though, when you see um, your teams just kind of either in the middle of the pack or slumming it with the bottom of the league in their respective league. It's just kind of kind yeah. of gets at you and gnaws at you a little bit. It's kind of like, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, it's kind of like watching the Lakers right now. Yeah, then there's that. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> at least the good news is for them, they had Michigan State had a good – Good year, and, and uh, Michigan had a good year in football. So, I mean, Michigan's in the playoffs, so they got a little bit of something to root for in, in the coming months. So, uh, you know, that's going to be good. Coming weeks, anyways. You know, got a good bowl game for 
the Spartans and you know playoff aspirations for the for the uh, Wolverines. So we'll see what happens there. Oh yeah, it's going to be definitely interesting. Absolutely. All right. So last one, the Utah Jazz may be heating up this winter after Houston's winning streak finally came to an end, and is now the Jazz with the league's current uh, longest winning streak, which now sits at seven. Despite the cold months we are moving into, Utah seems to be unfazed by that and are looking to catch the two premier teams in the West, the Warriors and the Suns, respectively. Utah currently sits two games behind those teams and will be hitting or be looking at hitting the 20-win mark soon for the season. Ooh, yeah, man, Utah's uh, it's quite the city, right? They, they got a lot going on right now, so it's pretty cool to see the Jazz actually actually doing something. It's it's weird, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, maybe they're getting inspiration from, you know, new uh, minority owner Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah. Getting them a little hyped up, you know, maybe he's giving them pregame speeches or something. It's a definitely kind of interesting to see a small market like the Jazz kind of be to, um, in that kind of relevancy. They're kind of, to me, they seem like NBA's version of the Tampa Bay Rays, where they're, they don't spend a whole lot of money on talent, but they can sure build talent, and they, you know, and they do a really good job. It's just, is it going to be enough ever to actually win a title? Because we know both know that they've made back-to-back NBA titles, had to face Michael Jordan, lost both times. And they've been in the playoffs, but not really back to championship level. And it just makes you wonder, though, even if they could make it, well, who's the buzzsaw coming out of the East that they might have to face and might not, yeah, be, ready, might yeah. not be ready for? Because uh, it's going to be interesting to see but I, I like it because you know like I said it's nice to see a small market team um, show up and show out for for the league it's it gives you a little bit more parity in your uh, in your league and so yeah and it gives you and it gives your town some hope so there you go All right you're not just a little college town out there in the mountains <laughs> All right. even though your state has BYU Utah State and Utah who are conference champions and BYU is just had a good year and got a good bowl game so because they're independent still so <laughs> we'll see if, oh yeah they are moving they're moving to the big 12 yeah. in a few years so we'll see how they handle that that's going to be interesting to watch in a few years alright man so that does it for NBA talk I think we had a good episode today yeah man that was good absolutely man so we'll be back again tomorrow we'll have football talk for you we got to talk about how my poor Rams have already gotten bitten by the COVID virus too and this, this might be an ugly Monday night game. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But we have a lot to cover for uh, NFL Talk. We've got a um, new coach out in Oregon. Uh, let's see here. Um, the possible ceremonial dump of Urban Meyer in Jacksonville might yeah. be coming. Right. Uh, and uh, that, and we got a lot of, of course, crazy action from a wild weekend of football. It was fun to watch and I can't wait and of course uh, we'll talk about also about the uh, Heisman Trophy winner uh, from Alabama as well. We've got big things popping here soon man. Yes we've sir. Got, we've got some little things in the work going on and I can't wait to see what happens. Absolutely it's going to be fun. We've got more things coming. We'll be giving you updates on all that as we move closer to things happening like that and then of course uh, we'll be back uh, on Thursday with AEW Talk. We're going to have a great night on Wednesday Night Dynamite, baby. 
winter is coming, and I'm looking forward to the cold. Oh, yes, and we're going to be watching that, baby. That's mm-hmm. so... It's great when you're going to have a pay-per-view quality match card on a regular televised event. It's fantastic. Oh, yes. I can't wait to talk about that. And, then, of course, we'll be back more on Saturday with WWE's uh, WWE talk and then, of course, basketball talk. Hopefully, we'll be back on normal time on Sunday. We'll see what happens. Things, things how, how it goes. We'll determine that. So, as always, we'll keep it loosey-goosey on that. <laughs> um, so. Unfortunately, I wish we could be more. Yeah, it'd be easier if we could, but, you know, but we got to. Things happen. We, we got life that happens, so. Yep. So. Plus, this isn't just our only thing that we do. So no, not at all. So if this was just our end all be all of making a living, we'd love that. We'd love we, that. We'd love that. We would love that, and we would definitely do it. And we'd be on actually every day of the week, and then we could cover sports in general instead of actually just having the shows we have. But it is what it is. We'd love it, but until then. We're just doing what we can. <laughs> exactly. Until then. Until then. Just keep on checking us out. We're glad we've made it to 100 downloads so far this month. Well, keep seeing that number matriculating up the field, boys. Let's see it. Come on. Well, Hank Stram for you. That's right. Len Dawson, Kansas City Chiefs, baby. Chiefs. Can you play the Raider 17 times? Because you look like you're their daddies right now. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about that, too, tomorrow. Anyways, so um, that will do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep Keep on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.